Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word India, England. Daily. It's all going on. The Sydney Sixers are playing the Perth Scorchers in the Big Bash final. Pakistan's playing South Africa in a test match. Bangladesh are playing the West Indies rally round in another test match. But we're focusing on the India-England test series for the most part. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. Adam is first going to welcome us to his temporary home and then tell us the story of day two from the first test at Chennai in 30 seconds or less. Great to welcome you here. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, we've got a relatively blank bookshelf compared to what we had last Mm -hmm. night at Camp Fink's house. We've got mostly my daughter's toys on there in her books it would seem because we're uh, in a friend's place has already moved out so that's why it's a bit barren but Mm. nonetheless it's a great place to shoot tonight after watching the cricket with you two fine gentlemen on a day where England started at 263 for three you're starting now 555 for eight so that meant they added I think 292 runs for the day losing five wickets along the way Joe Root quite outstanding his fifth double century in test cricket put on 124 I think it was with Ben Stokes in the first half of the day then 80 odd with Ollie Pope uh, they lost four wickets in the final session, but the damage was done. Uh, they've batted for two full days, and they're in a fantastic position, principally due to the captain, Joe Root. Let's talk about how enjoyable the first session was, because mm. Ben Stokes' 82 didn't get in your summary, but how... I said he put on 124 with Ben Stokes, but I didn't know yes, that he didn't. Stokes he, made 82 he, off about 120 balls. And, and, mm. and absolutely went for it from the get-go. Um, but that first session was enthralling, because Shabazz Nadeem, the left-arm spinner, was landing them in the footmarks outside Ben Stokes. Stokes' off stump and getting them to spit. He also bowled really well to Root when there was no assistance outside the right-handers off stump. Beat Root on the outside edge, had him nicking, beat him on the inside edge, on the pad, one that was just going over the bales, um, and, and we bowled really well to Stokes, and so Stokes decided to take him down. He said, well, the only way I'll survive out here is take him on. Reverse sweeps, slog sweeps, went for the boundaries, um, attacked, and, and that first session was just toe-to-toe-to-toe. There were drop catches, there were near you know, gloves that landed, um, there were probably half a dozen chances in that first yep. session and none of them were, were able to be converted. Yeah, and I think it, it speaks to the fact that Stokes has that ability to sum up the conditions that he's playing in and adapt his game accordingly, as you say, having to deal with an outside the off-stump attack. Like, okay, then I'll reverse you. I'll play sweeps through mid-wicket. In the end, it was a sweep shot that brought his demise in the middle session, caught it deep backwards square leg. Listening to some of Jared Kimber's commentary on radio, his observation was that he was trying to sweep from too straight, which normally isn't a problem if you're a conventional sweeper. 
but Stokes likes to reach outside the off stump. Yeah. So that strategy from India actually played to his advantage and it meant that he was able to score quite quickly either side of lunch. At one point, we're thinking, well, if he bats for another couple of hours, he might overtake Joe Root the way that he's going. Yeah. In the end, um, he fell for 82, but Root then put the foot down and played the more senior role out of the two because Stokes was scoring at twice the rate that Root was when they were out there mm-hmm. together. And it was the perfect sort of start of day two style of batting. I mean, if they lose two wickets at the start of play today, because they didn't score particularly quickly yesterday, it's back to level pegging. But Stokes made sure that wasn't the case and Root just picked up from where he left off the night before. And it was also the switch up from Shabazz Nadeem, the left arm spinner coming around the wicket. So he'd been bowling over the wicket to that rough yeah. spot. And then he came around to Stokes and was bowling straighter on his pads. And that's when you had Stokes trying to play almost a pickup sweep, you know, to sort of get underneath it and lift it aerially away. He got dropped at mid-wicket um, before he'd brought up his 50 from mm. a powerfully struck pull shot from Nadeem. He got dropped by Ravichandran Ashwin, a caught and bold chance that hit him on the wrist, his right hand going towards the ball and didn't really have time to look at the ball. He just stuck his hand out and it, it didn't stick. But Stokes gave those chances, had a couple off the glove that fell safe. But, you know, uh, fortune favours the brave sometimes. Yeah, and after they both sides used DRS judiciously yesterday uh, in the space of two overs, they went upstairs twice. And that's the Stokes influence. He makes mm. captains do things that they might not otherwise do. So they, they go up for, for leg before uh, from a reverse sweep, mm. which never really looked out on the face of it. Not to my way. Well, it was off anyway. the glove. He, he, yeah, glove, he gloved right. it in front of his pad. And it was pretty evident watching live that uh, both the, you know, the close in catchers both ran to try to catch it. Um, and Stokes was looking at where the ball went. So everybody was telling you it's come off the glove and Ashwin somehow talked Coley into going upstairs for it. Yeah, and it was a factor later, and as we'll come to this, the India blew their reviews and it meant that a very obvious dismissal didn't go their way and they didn't have the chance to send it upstairs. But after... Uh, Stokes leaves it's not long before Root brings up his double century not mm. long before the tea break and you talk about Stokes going aerial the fact that Root danced and went over the top of long mm-hmm. on such a glorious flourish um, as Andrew Sampson uh, pointed out the statistician from South Africa um, it's the first time an English player has made it to 200 with a 6 mm-hmm. but it looks like I mean it's the stuff you dream of isn't it coming down to Ravichandran Ashwin one of the best bowlers in the world and popping him essentially strapped back over his head to raise his double century he's yep. made what is it 600 and 644 runs at 128.8 so far in 2021 after not making a century last year. Should we have a bit of root number, Wayne? This was, you know, the thing that I was tracking through the day was you talk about players who've made hundreds in consecutive tests, but they don't generally make big hundreds consecutively. You know, there's always a a small one in there at some point. And so as far as players who've made 180 plus three test matches in a row, only one man had ever done it before, Kumar Sangakara. Yeah. So literally every body dropped off you know even Bradman with his with his six straight and all of the rest of it all of those players dropped off as Root kept going up you know there were half a dozen with 150 plus in three matches and then it went to maybe four with 160 plus and then only two by the time he went past 180. And that just speaks to the deep reserves of concentration that Root has. I remember when he made that 250 at Old Trafford a few years ago now when he really had never batted any better than that um, he, he later talked about the way that he almost controlled his mind through that innings to bat for two days. Well he mm. batted for nine hours Hours, um, more than nine hours uh, mm. on this occasion and, and we saw the same again but yeah number that up. sort of number numbers of Joe Root so I mentioned fifth double ton only 12 players have made um, six or more in, in test cricket of course Bradman at the top Sangakara after that and a glut of them was seven or six so he's every mm. chance to go past them uh, yeah six 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 four four runs so far um, this year uh, in India he's averaging 66 which not many players have done uh, better than that uh, he only needs to make another 1,145 
five runs, which isn't that many when you consider how many test matches England are going to play this year to overtake Muhammad Yusuf's biggest year of all time back in 2004 Mm. and judging uh, by what Rory Dennis calculated for us on Twitter that means if he averages roughly 35 he'll break that record what I'm really pointing at is he'll probably make 2,000 runs this year the way that he's going (laughs) and be the first man to do that as long as he keeps being fit um, and keeps turning out a reasonable return from here yeah uh, he passed Dean Jones's 210 at Madras of course that was the highest score at that ground for a foreign batsman Alex Stewart uh, was 8,463 runs in third position for England that's now Joe Root as well with 8,463 67. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no matter where you look, there's just this glut of numbers for Root, which reinforces that, as we said last night, um, he's back to not where he was necessarily a few years ago. Um, I think he had a higher average than 50 then, but yep. when he before he had that sort of decline when he became captain numerically. Mm-hmm. But he's never looked as in control as he has. I mean, it was essentially a chanceless 200 after mm-hmm. a chanceless 180 and a chanceless 200 the week before it. So <laughs> you don't get runs like that as you're pointing towards where a player has everything clicking as it is with him. Yep. And in that respect that he clearly commands from the Indian team, not least for Rat Coley, who repeatedly went up to congratulate him. Uh, and there's no animosity there. I mean, there's just kind of like, I, I suppose, a regard for another true great of the modern game. Professional respect uh, for, like for one another. So it, I think the the way that Root plays, what the quality of it you can sum up by how quietly he was able to put on runs as well. So Ollie Pope only made 30-odd, but they put on, what, 80-plus? Yeah, they put on 86. Before Pope was LBW to Ashwin, who, who managed to sort of find his way into the game just a little bit there. But um, and, and that was when a few wickets started going down with England with about 470 on the board, and which was the score that they declared at um, playing in Chennai last time around, wasn't it? Yeah, so when Root falls, so when Root is the sixth man to fall on 477, four runs after Pope fell 477 was the number where the, well that, that's a score they made in this series the, the previous time and they mm. lost by an inning somehow so um, that, that was noted by a number of our colleagues from the UK press pack also noting this is a very similar situation to what England were in mm. at Adelaide back in 2006 I don't think they should be as morbid as that they're going quite nicely right now they've made a fairly stern stuff I reckon at the moment mm. but still it's, it's a, these historical markers that we note along the way and then once Root was out um, Ishan Sharma picked up a, a couple quickly and suddenly was on a hat-trick, bowled, uh, bowled Joss Butler with one that Butler left and it was a reverse swing that brought it back in and then one that Joffrey Archer wanted to leave and then played very late as he realised it was about to take his off stump, which it duly did. A great point by Mark Butcher on television was that we always think about reverse swing being the sand shoe crusher. Well, if you can create indecision from a good length with reverse mm. swing, as Ishant did to Butler, you know that, that kisses the top of off stump. It's perfection as far as reverse swing is concerned mm-hmm. and the ball to Archer was trending in the same direction. A yard quicker skittles him as well on a hat trick bowling for his 300th wicket that would have been something uh, in the end he overstepped at Jack Leach and um, well, I think we might come to overstepping in more depth when we get mm. to the Hall of Fame but um, the, the 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 very fact that he was able to continue to influence the game Ishant Sharma he bowled beautifully throughout every time he was chucked the ball over the last two days his captain couldn't have asked for a lot more mm. so um, yes they, they have shed a lot of runs uh, principally against the two uh, junior spinners in, in, in the trio that have bowled alongside Ashwin uh, but it's nothing to do with Ishant Sharma and he earned those two wickets Don Bess and Jack Leach still there at the close they put on 30 odd um, with a couple of wickets to fall 5.55 so they'll bat on into the third day for a little bit more and just see if they can uh, push that 
score yeah. it up even further. I think they will too. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Why not? There, there was there was some declaration speculation, as you'd expect, but the, the, the numbers we were crunching sitting on the sofa watching it uh, throughout the course of the final session, there is enough time in this game. There's not going to be any rain delays or anything mm. like that, judging by the forecast. Why wouldn't they try and bat once and bat gigantic? Now, of course, it, it might be taken out of their hands if they lose two wickets with the first two balls tomorrow, but I don't see any major reason why they'd, they'd pull the shutters it's down just bat quite as, yet. Bat as long as you can, you know, and then you've got a team who've been out there for, for far too long and maybe you can get rid of them in a couple of sessions. And there'll be no follow-on, by the way. When I said bat once and bat big, I don't mean like in the sense of like putting India in twice with a back-to-back test. That won't happen but more that that psychological scoreboard mm. pressure, it's so hard to come back from a 600-run um, first yeah. innings deficit no matter what the situation. Yeah, come in and bat for a, a quick hit around in your second innings and then put them back in again for the last day. Or India make 700 again and, and, yes. and, and go on and win the <laughs> like game. Like a real game of it. Uh, we talked yesterday about Joe Root potentially being the final word player of the day two days running. Every it's, day. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. And I, I'm just chuffed for him because, you know, he's never made more than three centuries in a calendar year mm-hmm. before. He's made three on the trot. Um, he's a chance to break any number of records. Um, a lot of scrutiny around his 30th birthday before the Sri Lanka series. Not like sort of saying he'll be omitted or dropped as captain or anything like that, but more just kind of like, is he going to be an unfulfilled cricketer mm. at the end of it all on account of the fact that we think he could be a great and maybe he'll just be a very good player? Mm. Well, he sort of said, no, actually, stuff that. I'm going to go and try and be a great. Uh, and the, the application he's shown um, over a number of days in the middle in incredibly oppressive conditions, that speaks to his fitness too and his mental fitness. And yeah, it's a joy to watch one of the truly good guys in cricket go on such a great run. The final word, Hall of Fame. You can sponsor it if you want. Uh, drop us a line. But the final word, Hall of fame who's in uh, and who's out we're not talking about people so much as as moments notably the klaxon that went off every time there was a, a front foot no ball and the third umpire said no ball and it went whoop 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 and suddenly you had to look for escapees trying to get over the fence and escape from the cricket ground this really is something um this this siren that goes off 19 no balls uh, so far uh, from the front foot via india's bowlers which all it does is remind us that it was only August last year when this was automated for the first time by um, by the third umpire upstairs. I'm going to say the final word, uh, ICC playing regulation change. We're going to take responsibility for that. It was a four-year campaign. We got there in the end. Um, Jared Kimber threw some stats at me on Twitter um, that uh, I think it's roughly three times the amount of no balls mm-hmm. have been called since it's been automated compared to the two years before that. Yep. So um, the proof of the pudding's in the eating on that one. But yeah, um, overstepping routinely and that klaxon would wake the dead. Um, so um, and it goes off for like 10 seconds as well so I'm not sure what it's there for as far as what I understand it to be the umpire in the middle is buzzed like mm-hmm. is, is buzzed on, it's on their watch on their watch that's yeah. right buzzed on their watch so they know it's a no ball the klaxon's purely for the, the television audience right. presumably um, they need to find a better way but still it, it was noticed by many many of our final word listeners who as one thought it should be in the final word mm-hmm. hall of fame um, what else have we got other, uh, other well we, we, we have um, the great Ashwin um, at one point um, he w- went into bowl when, uh, Ollie, when Pope. Ollie Pope was at the non-striker's end and he just stopped in his follow he just didn't let the ball go and he just stopped and he didn't look at Ollie Pope and he didn't look at the stumps but we knew what he was thinking he mm-hmm. knew we knew what he was mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. Um, and and the fact that Josh Butler was the next man in all eyes were on Butler at the non-striker's mm-hmm. end would Ashwin um, try and run out the non-striker as he said he will do mm-hmm. um, none of this warning uh, business for Ashwin he will run out a non-striker 
Africa if mm. he sees them out of their ground in keeping with the laws of the game and the ICC playing conditions, but not yet. But it was noted by a few people. Um, mm-hmm. All of those no balls. Uh, Rishabh Pant's laughter. Um, Michelle Garland picked up on that a couple of times when he hysterically was laughing for no particular reason. So on a quieter day, that might be enough to be in the Hall of Fame. But He's, he's just full of uh, the love of life, Rishabh. Huh? He, he lives, laughs, loves. That's on his Tinder, <laughs> Tinder bio, you know. And maybe just a, just a nod to that uh, bad use of DRS because yeah. they'd blown all the reviews, which meant that when Joss Butler absolutely smashed poor mm-hmm. old Washington Sunder, didn't take a wicket in the innings, kind of went around, and a clear outside edge into the gloves of punt, safely pouched, but no provision to send it upstairs, and everybody has won like, oh, no. And the fact that mm-hmm. Butler is a, a walker mm. historically mm. and didn't walk, I mean, he doesn't have to walk. No one's got to walk. That's what the umpires are there to do a job, especially with the, the third umpire there for referrals. Yeah. He's within his rights to stand his ground. Yep. And he did stand his ground and he flogged it. So mm. that was quite uh, amusing that that would have been uh, their option had they not blown them all earlier in the innings. Yes. So they're, they're all our contenders. And as you say, Jeff, you can sponsor the Hall of Fame. You can sponsor uh, the India-England Daily Full Stop. Get in touch with us, finalwordcricket at gmail.com if you want to have a conversation around that. And of course, if you want to get a copy of Wisdom Cricket Monthly, a six-month subscription for 10 quid or 15 australian dollars it could not be any any easier bit.ly forward slash wcmtfw that's all in the show notes all in the comments have a look and pick up yourself a subscription to the best cricket magazine in the world so the klaxon is my uh, unilateral uh, that's getting the hall of fame for today um, and as far as other scores go the west indies around the grounds the west is around the, the galloping grounds. gasometer at princess park <laughs> uh, the west indies need 270 with three wickets uh, down on on uh, that's, that's what i'm saying that's why i'm wearing Rally around the west indies 285 and no they've got seven forever. wickets in hand uh, so you know you never know in bangladesh they might be able to knock that off on the last day uh, pakistan and South Africa, the Pakistanis are building themselves a bit of a lead. They're 169 in front, nice. Uh, and they have lost five wickets. So will they be able to put up a total? Anything 200 plus could challenge the South Africans. And the Big Bash League final is almost over, but not quite over. So we can't actually tell you what's happened in that because the Perth Scorchers are giving it a crack. They need 67 off 27, but they do have Ashton Turner in the middle. So you'll know by the time this comes out if they won or not, but we don't. This is the beauty of time travel. I could have popped myself in the Hall of Fame for what I did during that final session when Mm. I just jumped on Twitter and said, I'm going to move over to the Big Bash just Mm. for a moment and watch James Vince get out in the 90s and lo and behold two balls later caught a backward point by Mitchell Marsh for 95 <laughs> probably a match winning innings and fair play to the man he's batted brilliantly and, and uh, we're huge fans of his on the final word but um, yes it, it was noted by I think every single one of my followers mm. that I had uh, that I had cursed him as it were yep well he, he loves the 90s sweated out 93 that's his favourite compilation CD um, this has been the final word the India Daily we'll be back tomorrow with day three from the first test at Chennai Jeff Lemon Adam Collins from somewhere else who knows where we'll find out you'll find out sorry if I ran out to empty this so you know what I meant I had to go about it write it out and